Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Yo, yo, what's up? Welcome inside to another edition of Bet the Edge, presented by PointsBet. Corey Parson and Vaughn Dalzell holding it down for Sarah and Drew. You catch them on Bet the Edge game time right here at 6 p.m. Eastern time later on this evening. Coming up on the program, we're going to get into today's NBA and college basketball slate. Got a big NBA game between the Hornets and the Celtics. Chris Forsberg of NBC Sports Boston will help join us to help break that down. Also, we'll have our edge of the day, some college basketball futures, and me and Vaughn will talk about some of tonight's action in Chop House or Outhouse. Vaughn, what's going on with you, my man? How was your betting evening last night? Good. We got up to 4-0 in NBA for the week, man. So we're looking to go 5-0 tonight. I went to UConn and Creighton last night. Saw Creighton upset the Huskies. Um, yeah, UConn crowd was not too happy about that one. But overall, it's a good morning, man. How are you doing today? I am doing well, Vaughn. And, and even though we are just getting started this morning, I'm already thinking about lunch. I'm already thinking <laughs> about dinner. I'm getting ready to kick the day off right off the rip. Chop house or outhouse. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to look at some of each other's plays on tonight's action, and we're going to grade them. Is it going to be a chop house type of night? Or are we going to be eating a nice, juicy filet mignon? Or is it going to be an outhouse night where we bring <laughs> out that brown paper bag? Vaughn, I will start with you. You have an interesting one tonight. You know you have your obscure college basketball games. Yes. You do got a good one tonight. Yeah. Vermont versus uh, New Jersey, NJIT. <laughs> you are taking the team total over. For Vermont, break that one down for me, and I'll let you know whether it's Chop House or Outhouse. That's right. The Catamounts, baby. They're going to have us eating chicken tonight, or they're going to have us eating PB&J. So we'll see what happens. But last time we talked about them, Corey, 83-57 to win for the Catamounts. They smacked New Jersey in New Jersey. This time we're up in Vermont, and JIT's lost six straight games. Uh, five of those six have been by 11 or more points. But what I like is Vermont put up 83 on them, has scored 78 or more in eight straight games until they played Albany which was a trap spot for Vermont. Uh, Albany covered and kept them at 73. Great spot for Vermont to bounce back, go over their win total. And here's a quick fun stat. The over is 11-1 and in the past 12 January games for Vermont, um, all because they score a lot of points. So I like them to go over 77. I think they'll top 80 points in this match. I am not going to go against you with these obscure college basketball plays. You clearly know what you're doing. I'm tailing this one. I'm hoping to have a stake as well. This is a chop house play for Vaughn. There you go right there. I like that one. I know you got an NBA game 
that you want to talk about. Um, I d- would never, ever bet the Lakers. And I see yeah. you got a Lakers and Blazers game. So let me know what you're betting so I can just tell you because you already know where, where I'm leaning. Right, listen, here's the thing. Really, <laughs> if ever, do I bet on the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, it, it really never happens. They're always overvalued because LeBron James, Los Angeles Lakers. But here right now tonight is different. The Trailblazers have been playing better as of late. I told you about the return of C.J. McCollum, also how Anthony Simons has been playing. Simons a little bit banged up. He is probable to play tonight, but Joseph Nurkic can miss this game. For as good as the Blazers have been playing, they're covering spreads, but they're not really winning games. I think tonight they go on the road. They're playing their fourth straight road game, going mm. up against a Laker team who beat them by 33 points not too mm. long ago. Give me the Lakers later three and a half and serve me up my nice juicy <laughs> filet mignon. Oh, I, I like that look there with the road angle, especially both these teams um, coming off either road trips or on a road trip right now. So I actually like that a lot more. I'll go Chop House if Nurkic is out. If he's in, though, this is the outhouse, but I like the Chop House right now. All right, there you go right there. Let's get ready for the next one. We go to the World of College Basketball Big Time ACC matchup tonight between Notre Dame and Miami. What do you got, Vaughn? Mm, I spill a hurricane coming, baby. Hurricane season is not over. Listen, they have been on fire, winning eight of the last 10 games. They covered seven spreads. In the last six in particular, they are 5-1 and one ATS. I've loved riding this Miami team, and Notre Dame's just a squad. But on the road, they don't play nearly as well as they do at home, and that's like a lot of teams in college basketball. But Notre Dame on the money line is 6-12 and 12, uh, over the last three years on the road. They're 4-7 and seven in the past two years, so they just continually don't get it done. And when you look at the efficiency ratings, Corey, Notre Dame loves to play slow, ranking 290th and 300th. Uh, Miami, a top 150 pace team, also ranking number one in offensive efficiency, three-point percentage, and offensive turnover percentage. Uh, I like Miami, minus the four and a half here. Bounce back spot at home after they lost their last home game to Florida State in a comeback game. Vaughn, my man, I apologize, but do you know what this right here is? This What's that? Is, a paper, is a paper plate. A social paper plate. This is what you're going to be eating your beanie weenies on tonight by <laughs> the Miami Hurricanes. Let me tell you something, Vaughn. Same okay. Point. And listen, Miami has played very well as of late, but mm-hmm. so is Notre Dame. Notre Dame 7-3 and three ATS versus the ACC, and mm-hmm. they are 3-1 as dogs. I'm not saying Miami's going to lose the game. I can see a one-possession game. I like Notre Dame to get the cover, so this is an outhouse play for you, my man. All right. Well, Notre Dame better bring it after that Virginia win, because if they follow up with a, a sad effort against Miami, which I think they will, uh, I'll be eating good tonight. So we'll see, Corey. And then you got one more for us, NBA. I'm actually pretty excited about this game. We'll be covering this game with Chris, too. But uh, Hornets and Celtics. Celtics are laying four and a half at home. What do you got? All right, listen, this is this, this is interesting right here, because we basically have two teams that's in the Eastern Conference in that playing tournament scenario. Now, the Hornets are not playing the best basketball right now, but that's because they've been playing a lot of their games at home. As a matter of fact, the Hornets have been a better road team this season. In their last nine games, the Hornets, 7-2 and two against the spread on the road, 6-2 and two straight up against the road. They just got a victory in Boston Garden a couple weeks ago. I like the Charlotte Hornets plus 4.5 tonight versus the Boston Celtics. And Vaughn, I know you're not going to back the Celtics. Yeah, you know, this is a chop house for me, a chop house play for me, bro. Uh, I've been in too many Celtics games to watch this team not cover spreads. If the Celtics do win, it's probably going to be like two points. Uh, but I think the Hornets can obviously win this game. So chop house for me. I think the Hornets get the upset victory. 
All right, we'll get back to a little bit of NBA and college basketball talk a little bit later on in the program. If you have comments on tonight's NBA or college basketball slate, go through there and pop them in the chat right now. The NFL playoffs are here, and NBC Sports Edge Plus is giving you a special offer. Get 15% off an Edge Plus annual subscription throughout the playoffs when you use the promo code PLAYOFF15. Get every tool for every game at one low price. It's easier than ever to play and wager with confidence when you have NBC Sports Edge Plus. Want to head on out now to Boston where that big game is taking place tonight and bring in Chris Forsberg from, hope I didn't jack that name up, Chris, from NBC Sports Boston. What's going on with you, my man? What's going on, everybody? You're not bullish on the Celtics tonight? Actually, Chris, I'm not bullish on the Celtics tonight. I haven't been bullish on the Celtics all season. I remember at the beginning of the year, I was real heavy on their their, t- their projected win total at under, uh, I believe it was 46 and a half at the time. Mm-hmm. So that's still got some life right there. But we have seen this team go through some up and down moments. What do you think of the form that they're in right now? And as we move into the second half of the season, are they a playoff team or a play-in team or neither? So, you know, the last couple of weeks have been really encouraging in terms of the brand of basketball they play. They sort of cranked the pace. Marcus Smart coming back from COVID has given them a little energy and it's looked really good. The reason I'm, I'm, you know, I was giving you guys a little bit of a hard time is we were joking in the office yesterday. It feels a little bit like a must win for the Celtics tonight in order to build that momentum, right? They feasted on some inferior competition, but now here's a team that's in the same mix. Wants to, Everybody wants to get up past that seven seed, be in the the actual playoffs, not in that play-in tournament. But uh, certainly, I think, based on the roller coaster that the Celtics have been on, uh, the fact that, you know, they've dug themselves a little bit of a hole, I do see them as a play-in team. I think they can get up to seven and, you know, ease some of that hardship where you'd have a, you'd host the playing game, you'd have the chance to lose and then host another game. Uh, but, you know, I, it is weird that we're sitting here talking about the Celtics and saying getting up to seventh when there was a lot higher expectations coming into the year. Yeah, certainly been an interesting year for them so far. They've been riding the wave of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum for the most part. I've gone to TD Garden, I think, five times now and wow. saw them play. And, like, I've been I've been convinced that they're definitely a seven or eight seed or not. I bet on them to miss the playoffs at 375 uh, just because the value was there, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But moving forward, there's a couple guys, like, I do want to talk about tonight. Uh, just because, like I said, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have been playing so well. They got point totals of 26 and a half, 27 and a half. But then you also got guys on the other side like Miles Bridges, money Miles Bridges, excuse me. He's been on fire this year. Um, so is there anybody in this game you're thinking is going to have a big game tonight, someone to keep an eye out on? So it, it's interesting. So the Celtics, part of the reason, and I saw that total, and I said, ooh, 224. You know, the, considering the Celtics' defense this season, I thought maybe it would be more of an under game. But I know that uh, Charlotte likes to push the pace. With smart back, the Celtics have accelerated the pace. So I can't see this kind of getting up there in points. I would say, you know, you look at the the Hornets and where they've had success. They do have, like, some length on the perimeter. They can make things some difficult for guys like uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. That being said, you know, they can be attacked on the back line. I didn't think the Celtics did a very good job of that last game. So if you get aggressive Tatum tonight, you know, he's, he's an easy over there. Same thing with Jalen Brown, but they got to be aggressive. The one thing I like that they didn't have last game, no Marcus Smart, no Robert Williams. I think that opens things up a little bit more. Uh, I'm pretty bullish on, on Jason and Jalen having big nights. And also there's like these rumors up here tonight about uh, recently about, you know, the, the future of those guys and what Jalen Brown wants Ooh. to do after the season that sent, tends to give guys a little bit more motivation too. So I can see, uh, I can see both the Jays having some motivation tonight. 
Can we talk about the the future of either of those guys or mm-hmm. what you might think be happening? I know there's trade deadlines obviously coming up. Yeah. So like in general, I think the Celtics this year are going to probably be pretty disciplined at the deadline. I think they do like this core, this Jalen, Jason, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams. They think that with the right pieces around them, they can launch a little bit more than what we've seen this season play with more consistency. And we've seen that like Josh Richardson has mixed in with that group a little bit, been a nice uh, little addition there. Al Horford has been great defensively, but just hasn't shot the ball well. So I think they're still searching for the right pieces around that group. But you know, as much as when you're riding that roller coaster, I think it's only natural. We all sit here and go, are they the right mix together? You know, is this long term for Boston? But I do know those guys really enjoy playing together and that when it works and it looks good and we've seen it look good a couple of years ago, multiple Eastern Conference finals with those two at the at the forefront. They've just got to figure out how to, you know, kind of take that next step. And I think having a first year coach this year is complicated matters. But I do think. You know, I would be uh, those two guys have shown they can be all star level players together and they're eager to make it work because they've seen that it has worked in the past. I want to touch on the, the head coaching situation. I know how in a, you know, in, in a, a basketball crazy city like Boston, things can change kind of quick. He hasn't even made it to the all star break. But the up with the up and down first half, like what's kind of been like the sports radio talk, the tone amongst the fans <laughs> on, on the job the head coach is doing? You're not going to believe this, but up in Boston, we've been overreacting to everything in the show. <laughs> uh, there was a, you know, and, and I think every first year coach goes through this, but especially when you're replacing Brad Stevens with how crispy was with the X's and O's, you know, Eme came under a lot of scrutiny for some late game lapses, like, you know, a lot of ISO ball late. Jason Tatum just sort of takes it and gets a shot. And Jason hadn't been good in clutch time for the first half of the season. But I think Eme's learning. He's sort of figured out rotations, went away from the double big where their offense got really clunky, uh, has found the right spots to play guys, has downshifted on Dennis Schroeder, who I think, you know, you guys know as well as I do. They, they probably won't be here after the trade deadline just because of there's no potential to keep him beyond this season. And so I think Emei's learning. I think guys are learning to adapt with Emei. He has been uh, openly critical of the team when they haven't lived up to expectations. Is that part of what Brad Stevens wanted? Because Brad put a lot of it on him. Anytime the team would, wouldn't have struggles, he'd be like, you know, it's my fault. I need to figure out how to motivate these guys. Emei comes in and is like, look, we need more from the everybody. You know, Jason, you can't go isolate and get like, it just puts it on the players to, to, to crank it up. And so uh, they've responded to that lately. He's put a little bit more on himself now. And I think that's a good thing for this team. So uh, I think everything's trending in the right direction with the coach. I think we got to be patient. If, if Brad Stevens couldn't figure this thing out last year with, this, with, with, with probably even more talent, than they've got now. We got to give Emei some time, but I do like the direction he's going in. And I, more importantly, I think the players like him, and we're we're big supporters coming in. And uh, they they just got to all figure out how to how to take that next step together. You know, our partners, Chris at PointsBet, we have big liability on the Celtics at twenty five to one to win the division. Kevin Durant's hurt right now, but. You still got the Raptors. You still got Embiid playing at an MVP level. It's it's points bet safe, or do you think the Celtics can win this division this year? Yeah, it's so funny. I never really think about like division odds because it's just so weird. It's always conference, yeah. and you know how far can you get in the playoffs? But yeah, certainly with with Durant hurt, I wonder how that would shake up. I think if you win tonight, I think you're only three games back of Brooklyn. Uh, so there's an opportunity there. There's a couple head-to-head matchups coming up. There's one in New York where Kyrie won't play. So, you know, there's a chance there for the Celtics to make up some ground. All that being said, you know, we know, like, the, the Nets are so supremely talented that even with absences, they can they can sort of stay afloat. I haven't seen enough from the Celtics to think that they can sort of maintain uh, a high level of, of consistency. I think that's what we're all waiting for, maybe to, to jump on the bandwagon a little bit more. 
uh, and they've dug themselves a hole. But I will say this, like when you look, and it's sort of juiced from these blowout wins they've had lately, but you look at their point differential, and they're ahead of teams like Chicago and Brooklyn, and one of the biggest indicators about success has been point differential, and I don't want to get too overly worked up about it because, again, you win a 53-point win over the Kings and <laughs> 30 over the – like that, those numbers get juiced. But that being said, uh, I do think they're better than what they've shown. And if, if this team was, say, 29-20 and 20 instead of 26-24, and 24, we'd feel a lot differently about them and, like, where their potential is and whether they could hit those over. So I do think you can be a little bit more bullish on the Celtics, but – uh, and then they'll have a fourth quarter collapse and you'd be like, Forsberg, what the hell are you talking about with, with trying to be, like, be, be, be on these guys' bandwagon? They haven't shown it. Definitely will be interesting to check out tonight's game. Could be a preview of a game that we see in the playing round of the NBA playoffs. Thanks a lot, Chris. Enjoy you. Thanks, y'all. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. All right, that was Chris Forsberg. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris Forsberg underscore. So make sure to check out all his Celtics insight on NBCSportsBoston.com. Now, here's the big news. Bet the Edge is expanding. Sarah Perlman and Drew Densick are hosting Bet the Edge game time tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern to get you on with all the last-minute insight, information, and trends you'll need to make your wages before the games begins Make sure to check out NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel for the Bet the Edge game time tonight, Vaughn. And we also are going to do the late sweat tonight too, Corey, at 9.30 on Twitter Spaces. I actually recorded a a preview video. They told me I couldn't air it because I played the guitar and it wasn't good. And I also told Kenny, if he loses again, it's on site and he's getting fired. So, (laughs) Twitter Spaces tonight leading up to our late sweat. It's our single game parlay that we send over to the good people at points bet and get it boosted. Tonight's game is going to be the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets. So we'll definitely be keeping an eye on yeah. the possible, you know, players who might be out and stuff like that for that game. But right now, Vaughn, I'm on the Denver Nuggets. I don't plan on that changing. Have you made your selection for the late sweat yet? The late sweat? I am looking at a big man. I want to get one of the big men on here and get a rebound total. Um, so that's what I'm looking at. But for right now, no, nothing yet. All right, Vaughn. Every year around this time, right, we get like really we get past the NFC and AFC championship game. Yeah. We're not quite the Super Bowl yet. 
the mood starts to turn to the next big thing on the sports calendar, which is the NCAA tournament, March Madness, all good stuff that we're looking forward to. Duke and North Carolina will be playing soon, kind of like an official start of the college basketball season. We've been locked in already, but I want to take a few minutes to uh, to run down some of the future options in college basketball that we have over at PointsBet. So I'm going to let you go ahead and get started with your final, not final four play, but yeah, your final four play, play on the Houston Cougars. Well, you know, there was there's another team in there that I'm going to have to talk about, uh, but Houston was a pretty obvious spot for me at plus 800 to reach the final four. I mean, those are great odds for a Cougars team that tonight, if they win, they'll be on a 10-game win streak. And all they've lost to the season was Alabama by one point and Wisconsin by two points. Um, those are certainly very impressive games. One of them was a road game at Alabama. The other was a neutral court for Wisconsin. Uh, so Houston has done nothing wrong. And the best part about their team is they haven't even been fully healthy this year. They've been banged up consistently all season, missing players almost every single game. And they've continually to cover and win. And that's what great teams do. I think the Houston Cougars are a solid bet right now at eight to one to make the final four. And I think, Honestly, once the end of February comes around, these odds could be cut in half, if not shorter. So uh, I'm going to grab some lunch money on the Cougars right now at eight to one, and they should win their conference as well. You know, definitely the Houston Houston Cougars, excuse me, have been doing a great job of really getting into that AAU scene in Houston, bringing yeah. those players on the team and going on these deep tournament mm-hmm. runs. We've seen it for a couple of years now. Houston to make the Final Four, not a bad bet. I got to make the Final Four one as well. I am going with. The Alabama Crimson Tide to make the wow. final four. Now, they're outside of the top 25 right now. They just had the loss last night. Not a notable loss. No. Big loss last night. Now, here's the thing, though. When you look at and you break down Alabama's resume, in my opinion, they have the best resume in college basketball. They really? got over your team, Vaughn, Miami, yeah. Houston, Gonzaga, Tennessee, LSU, and Baylor. Yeah. And they have a game coming up versus Kentucky, a couple games coming up versus Kentucky. I think they are shot to win the SEC tournament. And I think that this team is good enough, battle-tested enough, and have enough key pieces to make a run to the Final Four if the bracket drops right. So at plus 900, I'm worth. I'm taking a shot on the, on the Crimson Tide to make it to the Final Four. Uh, I don't hate it. I will say I don't hate it, but I don't love it at all either. Because, I mean, as – Impressive as those teams they've they beat already. They've lost to Davidson, Florida, Missouri, Mississippi State. Like, they've lost some pretty bad teams, too. But I think Alabama's potential is there. We saw they had Al- Auburn in their grasp until the final couple minutes, and there was just a run that they let up that just they couldn't make over. So, yeah, I do like Alabama. I think it's worth some lunch money. I don't have as much faith as, in them as I did last year, though. No doubt. All right, let's go. Let's get ready for the big one, the national championship. Who we like, Vaughn? The national championship future today, February 2nd. We're going back to back, Corey. Gonz- or Baylor, excuse me. Baylor beat Gonzaga last year. I like them to get it done again this year. They've been, to me, one of the best teams, if not the best team in the country. Like, I know Gonzaga's looked great and everything, but Baylor has continually, continually, you know, won games, pound their opponents. They've obviously got the uh, – they almost lost the other night, which was a pretty close call. But overall, like, the talent level on this team – it's just it's it's so developed. It's so good. The coaching, I mean, and you go down their schedule. Of course, the Big 12 has a lot of tough competition. It's going to prep them for the tournament. But I mean, they still have games against Kansas. They still have Texas, Iowa State. So they still have a lot to prove. But right now, I think Baylor is going to show us in the next month that they are without a doubt a top three team in the country. So I'm going to grab them to get the national championship. This will be my first national championship bet 
of the college basketball season. We're going back to back with the Bears. Now, didn't Baylor get you like a call last year or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I won. We'll, we'll call it 12 units on Twitter, but it was a lot more than that. Um, I totaled my car the week of the Baylor game, and I thought, what's the quickest way I could make some money before I get my my uh, my money back from insurance? Baylor Bears. Uh, so, yeah, I love this team. They just continually, continually win games, cover spreads. But uh, when the tournament comes around, I think their defense will lock up and they'll be one of the best three teams in the country. All right, and for my outright national champion, I'm going to come back to the Southeastern Conference, and I'm going to go who I think is the best pound-for-pound team in college basketball right now. Coach Cal has finally got a team not full of one-and-dones, but you had some guys stay around, kind of put a team together, and really I think we're looking at a team that has six wins in the SEC. Only Auburn has more wins than the SEC. You know, Kentucky is playing in a tough conference, playing very good basketball, Right now, in the latest bracketology, they would be a number two seed. I think they can get up to a number one seed, especially with the you know they win their conference tournament. So I like the Kentucky Wildcats at ten to one right now, Vaughn, to be possible national championship winners. I like that. That was definitely one of my top five picks, and you could see on our graphic like the movement on this one has been insane. Uh, they've been constantly climbing, and and even if you're in the wooden award market. Oscar Chishwebe, uh, I hope I said his last name right. His name's so difficult yeah. to say. The, the big man for Kentucky, the transfer from West Virginia, is now leading odds as well uh, for the Wooden Award. So, obviously, Kentucky is climbing right now. I bet on Kentucky to win the SEC. Obviously, it looks like Auburn will be the winner now, coming out of nowhere. But I actually feel pretty good about that, too, Corey. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you with the Wildcats because they're one of my favorite bets, too. No doubt. And congrats, and good looking out for saying to Sheepway because I was going to mention it, but I didn't have the courage, you know what I'm saying? So there you go. So good looking out, Vaughn, for bringing up Mr. To But listen, y'all, download the NBC Sports Predictor Rap powered by PointsBet and enter Wednesday's free NBA pick and roll contest for a chance to win $50,000. That's right, a free shot at 50K. This week we're highlighting matchups between the Wizards and 76ers, the Hornets and Celtics, which we spoke to earlier, and the Cavaliers and Rockets, which should be a good one as well. So if you don't have the Predictor app yet, download it now. Now is when we get to our favorite part of the day, our edges of the day. Vaughn, last week, my man, I give you big props. You, Your edge of the day... When you said your edge of the day was going to be a first basket scorer, I said, Vaughn is throwing away money. You know what I'm saying? I went to bed and I forgot. Then I see the text light up, the group chat, like, yo, it hit. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. I uh, mean, hey, the books were hot in DeRozan's point total from us, so we had to be creative. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I actually liked Wendell Carter last night going back to Chicago. The same thing I told you about DeRozan's. And Wendell Carter hit last night at 8-1. to one. I didn't bet it, but I was like, man, there might be something here, Corey, that we might be having to do these first basket scores and get rich together. Um, but my edge of the day, listen, I'm on a heater in the NBA right now. We're 4-0 this week. I want to go 5-0. We're going with the man, the myth, the legend. The kid is on a heater. It's Jaw Morant. Now, 27 and a half points may seem like a high number, but he's already done this on a tear right now. He's got 33 38, 35, 41, 30, 34, and 37 points in this streak of seven games, 35 points per game. The only player that averages more than him is Joel Embiid, who just ducked John Morant in uh, the squad the other day. And John Morant is on fire. When he plays 33 or more minutes, Corey, he's 18 and four to the over this season. That's an 82% hit rate. So all we need is 33 minutes against guys like Kemba Walker, 
Evan Fournier, Emmanuel Quigley, and Alec Burks. Um, that sounds like heaven to me, my friend. And then when you look at what they've done recently, guards against this team, Tyrese Halliburton just had 21 points. Davion Mitchell had 18. Not, not Donovan Mitchell, but Davion Mitchell. And then Drew Holiday posted 24. Um, so clearly the Knicks cannot defend guards right now. And John Moran is having his way. I like him to get another 30-piece, continue his heater in Madison Square Garden tonight. No doubt about it. Oh, definitely looking forward. That's a good one right there. We know how hot Ja has been. Mm-hmm. And then I saw some footage of, of, uh, of, the, of the crew coming into Penn Station. They took the train from Philadelphia coming into Penn Station. And obviously, the magic that takes place in Madison Square Garden. So I do expect Ja to have yeah. a big night. I am going to the college hardwood Ooh. tonight for my edge of the day. And I am backing who I think is the best team in the Big East. And that's the Marquette Golden Eagles. That's right. Marquette eight and two straight up versus Big East opponents this year. Okay. Got a big game versus Villanova tonight okay. at home. 10 p.m. Eastern start might be a little bit too late of a start for the Wildcats <laughs> and their backers. So I'm going to go with Marquette at home catching that four and a half. Not saying they beat the game, they win the game again. They do already have a victory over Villanova this season. They went up there and beat them. So I look for Villanova to try to get even. But this is not a four-point game. This is a one-possession game. Like I said, Marquette playing just as good as anybody in the Big East right now, 8-2 straight up in conference, victories over Providence, Seton Hall, Xavier, and the aforementioned Nova team, excuse me. So I'm going to go with Marquette at home tonight in the first sort of forum. They got the big house for tonight's game. So oh. I'm going to catch that four-and-a-half versus Villanova tonight. Oh, that makes a big deal. I did not know it was at the Visitor Forum. That definitely uh, definitely impacts this game. It's going to be a packed house in there and it's pretty rowdy. Now, Corey, I'll be honest. I bet Villanova to win the Big East. I still feel yeah. good about it. Marquette, to me, I talked about them on our, pre, our pre-show because of Shaka Smart and all the guys they brought back. And I said that they could be a team that covers a lot of spreads but not, might not win games. I was completely wrong. They're winning games, too. Um, I don't know if I'd go as far as say they're better than Villanova. But I think this team is better than everybody expected. So I think that's the sharp side because when I saw the four and a half, I was like, this is a weird line. It should not, it should be more than that. Um, so I think you're on the right side with this one because I didn't want to play it. No doubt about it. So we do have one question in the chat. Wanna hit that up right quick and then we'll let you send you on to your day. Hopefully we gave you some wins. Uh Brian Hamilton, do we think what do we think of the T-Wolves chance of winning their division? You know what's interesting? I was actually looking at this just last night. And, you know, the T-Wolves had the, the – they blew the Nuggets out last night. And the only other team in that division that can really make a run would be the Utah Jazz. Utah struggling with injuries right now. Um, You look at the good young talent that the Timberwolves have. I At 33-1, to 1, I definitely think it's worth a sprinkle for the Timberwolves to win this division. They will be a, at least a play-in team this year. So why not, like you say, put some lunch money, you know, I mean, we already eating off of paper plates, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's just go all the way and brown from a baggage. So let's throw a little something on the T-Wolves to win the division. Russell get healthy, keep Russell healthy. Anthony Edwards playing like the man. Yeah. I, I, I think it's an intriguing bet, and it's interesting. I was just looking at it last night. Yeah, well, that might be a sign to do it then because it might not be lasting much longer. And I didn't know that it was going to be 33-1. to 1. I expected this to be a lot shorter than only being like three or four games back from Utah, but – at 33 to 1, like Anthony Edwards, Carlton Towns, and D'Angelo Russell are definitely a big three waiting to happen at any moment. And uh, Anthony Edwards is the best player of the three. I'll say that with my chest. But uh, I like that bet a lot. That's some definitely good lunch money. I think there's 
couple of good bets to be making right now in the futures market, just because uh, so much can happen, especially with all these injuries and COVID too. So you definitely yeah. made a good point. So after the Super Bowl and before the All-Star break, we'll kind of get a chance to break down some of these futures and stuff like that. So we'll definitely do that in a couple of Wednesdays from now, right here on Bet the Edge. But me and Vaughn have written content that we have to get to now. You can check out that work on NBCSportsEdge.com. We'll have all the information you'll need to know after you're done listening to us to continue helping you with your wages. But thanks for those of you watching on our NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget to come back here tonight for Bethy Edge Game Time with Sarah and Drew. For Vaughn, I'm Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. Bet the Edge, we're out. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash activecash.